This episode is brought to you by Top Tier Solar Solutions. We're here to tell you how you can exit your light bill and go to solar. For a limited time only, use the code VT4L and get your first six months of electricity for free. Call or text 757-805-0573. Now servicing the Virginia, Maryland, and North Carolina areas. Solar panels can be greatly beneficial to not just you, but your entire family. There's tax credits and grants available to help pay for the upfront cost with zero down. So again, go to Top Tier Solar Solutions today and use code VT4L. Y'all need to stop playing, nigga. Y'all need to know what the fuck going on. Big 4L. Big steppers. Big footprints. Pussy. Welcome back. It's Big Four L. We are back. It is a victory. It's a. It's a. It was a. It was a victory Sunday. Big big win, man. Hokies Hokies ran down, man. Went up. They beat the roll game allegations. They beat the slow start allegations, kinda. They beat a lot of allegations this week, man. We got three out of four here. Trade no call, no show. Everybody else here, though. How you living, both? I'm doing good, man. Uh, recovering from the weekend. Uh, that Bengals game took some years off my life, but Hokie's got a great win. Uh, this really sets us up for some uh, some bull eligibility, hopefully. So I'm excited. But Joe, how you been, man? Man, been good. Finally got a Bears and Hokies victory week. Wow, when's the last time that happened? Never. 85. <laughs> yeah. Before Beamer, probably. <laughs> you know, Bill Dooley was the coach. <laughs> Pretty sure. So I'm happy, man. I'm happy, man. Yeah, that was a tough game to watch. Uh, I I I I tuned into that Bears game last Thursday real late. Um and yeah, that was uh that was a pretty boring game. I don't know if did you sit through that whole thing or I think that was the same was it the same day as the women's game? Women's yeah, I basketball? sat through the whole thing, man. I'm a big uh Tyson Badgett fan. So Tad Daddy got it done. Taddy Daddy got it done. That's what they call him up <laughs> here. <a> T-bag. <laughs> call him T Bag. <laughs> T Bag. <laughs> yeah, man. It- the 49ers got back into the win column. I felt like the Jacksonville Jaguars are a good team. They just ran into the right team at the wrong time. Happens to the best of us. Are dangerous. Um, yeah, and then with the addition of Chase Young, it frees up. It frees up Nick Bosa. It's about to get real exciting for the 49ers and the NFC. About to get real exciting. Hey man, yeah. Daryl Tapp's got him a good D line over there. He does. Daryl Tapp got the easiest job in America, bro. <laughs> He's got playmakers all over the place. He's, He's got, got all, all he got to do is just say, "Hey, keep doing what you're doing." <laughs> yeah, 
He's a big moral support guy. Just pump him up, bring him some goodies, high bring him some snacks, high energy, keep the vibes up. You know, that's all you gotta do. You teach he probably teaches zero technique. <laughs> right. Keep the vibes up, keep the energy up. And and shout out to him, bro, because if he would have fucked around with Fuente, who knows where his career would be today if he would have stayed. Oh, that's true. That's true. But like yeah, so shout out to him. him. Um Shout out to D'Amico Rans for, for reaching back and saving Daryl Tapp's career, bro. For real. Shout outs. But uh that's 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 it that's address the the this 48 to 22 demolition. The Hokies uh they beat the road game allegations. I swear, bro, I, I swear the coaches every time we put allegations on the table. They address those allegations the next game if they yeah. look poor or if they look bad. So they win 48 to 22 in a game where we called off the dogs. Grant Wells got to see some action. You know, we called, you know, we 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 ran the ball. We ran for what, like 300 some yards again? Like it was kind of like the Cuse game again. It was one of those type ass whoopings. We like to always start with the, with the, with the, with the, 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 the leader of the team, the captain of the ship, Kyron Drones, where he went 12 of 17, 219 yards, two TDs, 20 curries. I thought his ass was going to have 40 curries, but the game turned out to be a blowout. He didn't need to play all of the fourth quarter, but he was headed to 30 carries, 35 carries territory, but 135 yards rushing. Um, big, big day. He was running with a purpose. Uh, he was running physical. He was running hard. He was lowering the shoulder. He displayed a physicality I don't think I've seen all season. So he definitely was on crash out time. Was we gonna ask? I'm asked for letter grades for Kyron Drones after this performance against Boston College. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna break out my A plus for this one. I think he had a rock star game. He made big plays through the air earlier in this game. Um, his legs were again another huge factor for us. Um, he's just we're just watching him evolve into um, what looks to be a a really good quarterback for us for the next couple of years. So uh, I'm, I'm super excited that he's turned into what he's turned into here. And I know we all had, you know, hopes for him coming in. He was four star out of high school, stuff like that. But uh, I think I can probably say for all of us, he's definitely exceeded those expectations. And so, um, yeah, another monster performance for him. Yeah. He's going to a plus for me. Had his own little Boston tea party up there, man. Dunking on him. I think he's the first player since Hendon Hooker to throw for over 200 and run for over 100 in a game. I mean, if he did that every week, he's in the Heisman contention, without a doubt. I mean, that was a Heisman-worthy performance for me. Yeah, I'm going to also give, I'm gonna give him an A. Because he set the tone. He kind of set the tone physically. Um he 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 had reckless abandon. He clearly 
he clearly wanted to beat the role game allegations as well. Um, and he was on, he was on, he was on bullshit. Like he was from opening whistle. He was on bullshit. You could tell that he wanted to win that game and he wanted to uh, set the tone physically. Excuse me. Running backs, running, the running backs went crazy. Uh, Basho Tootin, he had a three-piece. He had him a three-touchdown game. Um, I'm trying to think of the last running back to have a three-touchdown game. It don't even matter. Bayshaw Tootin had a three-touchdown game. Malachi Thomas got into the end zone. Big, big day from the running backs as well. Like I said, this was almost like the Cuse game. Everybody, it was a, it was a full-blown rushing effort. Um, I'll get. I'm gonna give the backs an A as well. But what say you guys? Definitely getting an A for me. Uh, I think we talked about it last week. Tootin used to be committed to Boston College for a little bit. You know, obviously flipped to us and uh, got a three touchdown game. You know, against against the Eagles. So. Uh, Good for him. He's just been he's been also having a, a great year. And this rushing attack looks looks really good. I mean, when we get up on teams, we uh we've been just dominating these teams through the rush through the running game. So uh and then the rest of the backs did, did great as well. I thought Malachi Thomas looked awesome. I thought Coney even got some reps and looked pretty good. I mean, not a ton of production, but he looked like he could play soon. So um definitely feeling good about the backs. Yeah, they're getting an A-plus from me. Tootin' revenge game. He went off. Oh, we got to see I got Bryce Duke. That's how you pronounce his name. I know the commentator called him Bruce Dyke. That man was fucking up all afternoon. Bruce Dyke is crazy. That's nuts. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's nuts. That's the one, man. Bruce Dyke. He did the kind of apologize. He did the uh the Chiron drones all day long. Uh, Malachi Thompson. Malachi Thompson. Man. The Daquan like, Felton. Like uh, the dude yeah, was he, terrible, bro. He he was struggling, man. He was struggling. Poor and, Yeah, those are always the, the I feel like as an announcer, that's a tough look because I don't know what happens behind the scenes, but I'm assuming, you know, you get, you know at least four or five days to, you know, your matchup that you're going to be covering, you know, it's like, okay, pronunciations are probably one of the first things you get. It's like, here's a sheet, everybody's name. This is how you pronounce them. It has it on the sheet. A lot of the times. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. On a little media guide sheet. The, yeah. the media guide sheets have all that information. So I feel like that's always been a real bad look for announcers. Like if you like, that's, I feel like that's the first thing that that a viewer notices is like bad pronunciation and you're automatically just checked out as a viewer. So, and then on top of that, the VATEC and the, I, I, I don't that's really care too much about the VTEC. The VATEC is always kind of annoying, but that's a pet VATEC. VTEC is a pet peeve of many Virginia Tech fans. It don't really bother me. But, but the people the people that went to the school and shit, oh, they hate that shit. Just yeah. say VT. It's way quicker. Yeah, All and, right. and it, I think somebody had a good point too of like, you wouldn't say, O State. You would say OSU or Ohio State. You know. Yeah, and you I mean? wouldn't say Ga Tech or Georgia Tech. Say GT. 
Or you wouldn't they say they, they do say La Tech for Louisiana Tech, though. I've heard that. That's true. Yeah, but, but I mean Louisiana Tech. Tech. Like I feel yeah. like we should put ourselves a little bit of a higher standard than Louisiana Tech. I'm just saying they Louisiana. They I I've heard La Tech though. Yeah, no, it's it's fair. So we're getting them JV announcers, man, on the ACC network. I will say though the the ACC network, and I think we talked about them either last week or the week before. I I thought for majority of the season the ACC network has done a pretty good job, and they like. Yeah, production wise, have been on top of their shit for the most part. Even announcers, I feel, other than this last game, was was okay. At least I didn't have a problem with them. Um, I thought it was fine, but yeah, these guys were bad. I mean, it's a noon game, so you probably get the worst of the announcer trio, you know, for that for that game. So. Yeah, I'd much rather have Evan Hughes. Shout out to Evan Hughes. I heard him call some games. He did a better job, but. Think about Orlando. He apologized on air. That was cool. But then he went to Twitter to complain about it. I'm like, bro, just do your job. Like, yeah. we're not going to complain if you just do your job. Like, so other than him pronouncing the running backs' names wrong, they get an A from me. Yeah. Running backs had a had a big day. Um, shout out to shout out to Tootin for killing Stephen God's nail. That was crazy. He he killed. He made him better. <laughs> he literally <laughs> killed him. Got up, went back to the huddle. Like Stephen Gosnell is dead on the turf, but like, hey, we we play on. Speaking of Gosnell, get the arm sleeve. He reinvented himself, brought him back to made life. Him, made him get the arm sleeve and everything. Daquan Felton had a Daquan Felton had a hundred yard game. Daquan Wright made a one handed catch. One of the best catches I've seen him making his career. It was a good day for the receivers. Uh, Stephen Gosnell had his first touchdown of the year, I believe. Mm-hmm. Jalen Lane got into the end zone. Wasn't the biggest day for the receivers because we didn't need him to. Uh, yeah. It was more so the uh, run game took over the game. But it was good to see the receivers have a good game. I'm 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 going to give them an A as well. What's say y'all? Yeah, it's uh, it's getting it's pretty boring. We just keep giving A's. I'm gonna do the same thing here. It's just they made plays early in the game to get us ahead, and uh, you know, once we were ahead, we you know didn't really need to go their way. But uh, Daquan Wright looks all everything, you know, in terms of a tight end. Like he looks fantastic, and Daquan Felton had another had another great game. So um, receivers doing their job for sure. And it's funny, Stephen guys. Now we finally saw him. Put on an arm sleeve. Looked like a new player. Maybe, uh, maybe he keeps the arm sleeve on. Maybe he uh, changes the narrative. <laughs> World to the end zone and everything. That's the end zone. Can you imagine everything. if he put a leg sleeve on too? Oh my god! It would. He would get he plus. He get plus ten attribute points. <laughs> His potential would change from like a C plus to a B plus. He <laughs> <laughs> turned into Wes Welker. <laughs> like, yeah. Morph into Wes Welker. His beard would get fuller. Like everything would change. Yeah, now man. Uh, for me, man. Uh, Daquan Felton had a really nice catch that long bomb, and he didn't go down. He kept it alive. That was one of those plays where I thought it was going to be overthrown. Like it, when I was watching it live, it looked. Yeah, he got to it. It looked long at first, and I was like, oh, shit. I kind of like checked out on the play. I was like, oh, that's an overthrow. 
And then he has like he's he's so big. He's like six five. His arms are super long and makes that catch. I mean, most receivers are even if they're in that same spot he was in, they're not making that extension. You know what I mean? Yeah, having a big body. Lane like got in the end zone, made up for getting his uh, punt return touchdown called back because my cousin Luke yes. Shields blocked somebody in the back. We'll see yes. you at the family reunion. You're gonna have to answer for that, buddy. My cousin Luke Shields. Luke Shields, making the yeah. name, dad, dog, come on. Yeah, he made the Shields name. He, I, I thought J.K. Shields did a great job of making the Shields name look bad, but uh, no, shout out to Luke Shields. Um, the offensive line, outside of our our boy Parker Clements, outside of him fucking up that one time, I'm gonna say a minus. I ain't even gonna hold. I'm going to give an A- minus because Parker did fuck up that first drive. But he did some Parker. It was on brand. That's all I'm going to say. What's that, y'all? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm rolling with the – I'm rolling with the B-plus for them. I think they had a, they had a good game, uh, one of their better games this year for sure. Um, and, and you know, Ron Crook has, has been in the laboratory for with them, you know, improving throughout the year. And um, I'm – we have a full season. We have a full off season ahead of us, but man, I, from what I've seen from this offense, I'm really excited for them to build and, and come back next year. Cause I think we have a lot of, a lot of good pieces, but, uh, and, and once we get a good offensive line, I feel like this offense will be even more deadly, but yeah, offensive I line did their part for sure. Again, a for me. Uh, one thing I really liked is I saw Johnny Garrett come in the game at one point. And he got in somebody's grill. He was talking that shit after he put him on the turf. Like, I love that. Like, I just love nasty offensive linemen. Like, having that just extra edge to them. So, I kind of like like some of those younger guys, like Brody. I saw him put some dudes down in the dirt. I saw him running with Malachi Thomas looking for somebody to block, and there was nobody. Like, he was just running clean to the end zone with him. So, I don't know, man. I kind of like what I saw from the offensive line this weekend and a lot of it's the young guys. So unlike Daryl Tapp, Ron Crook has the hardest job in the country probably. And I think yeah. he's handling the challenge. Yeah. Yes. yes. Shout out to Ron Crook. Go ahead, Drew. Uh, Brody Meadows was one of Brett Pry's first commitments when he, when he came over, he got, he got Brody Meadows like three weeks after he was hired. Uh, and he was a he was a flip, yeah, from from UVA. Uh, so that one's paying off quickly. There, he looks like he could be you know a starter for. He still got a lot of eligibility left too. So uh, SWBA boy, yeah, went to Grand, I believe. He was a higher higher prospect too. He was like an eighty eight. Uh, we got him. So yeah, he he could be pretty solid. SWBA out to Bluefield. Shout out to Southwest. Shout out to Southwest Virginia, man. Shout out to the big Southwest. Yeah, two seven six. The two two seven six and the five four zero. Shout out to shout out to Southwest defense. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I did not think the defense was going to beat the they can't stop the run allegations, but thankfully for us, Boston College came out. Passing the ball like Boston College weakness. Film. They ain't watch film. The Boston <laughs> College weakness is passing. Virginia Tech's 
strength is pass defense. So they came out thinking shit was sweet. They had Castellanos throwing the ball. Um, I was this game was shaping up until Virginia Tech took a lead and never looked back. And we'll get into all of that, but um. It was looking like defensive line was about to have one of them games. And I don't mean one of them good ones. It was looking – that first drive looked crazy as far as them stopping the run. But uh, not the first drive. I'm sorry. They threw a pick on the first drive. That mm-hmm. second drive, <laughs> that second drive, it was looking like, oh, here we go again. The slow starts, uh, the bad run defense, it all showed its head. But uh, thankfully – they uh Boston College thought they could pass on us. They thought shit was sweet. And um eventually they got into a hole so they couldn't run the ball anymore. So I'ma give the defensive line. I'm I'm a I'm a I'ma give him a B because the bad shit did rear his head. But once we took that lead, they could they couldn't do what they wanted to do. Uh we'll say y'all. I'm gonna go B plus with them just because uh I think in past games, when they've gotten down and 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 uh, had a bad possession, it usually just snowballs in the whole games like that, and they can never really like find their footing. And uh, granted, Boston College had to throw the ball, and they were in a lot. It was in a different situation, but I think they did a good job of bouncing back and uh, you know responding when before we've kind of folded in those situations. So. Yeah, I thought that they did a pretty good job. We saw them getting a lot of pressure, and they were kind of forcing Castellanos to move around, couldn't get good footing to throw. I thought they did a good job, man. They kind of crashed down on a lot of the runs, kind of limited some of that. So if I had to give them a grade, I'd probably give them like a B plus. I'd say somewhere in that range. Yeah, that, that definitely that. Um, shit was spooky on that one drive, though. That one drive was crazy. Yeah, it we was like no. getting killed. Hey, we still had. I was. We. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. After that second drive, I keep saying that first drive. They threw a pick on like the first play of the game, but on that second offensive drive, when they said "fuck it, we're a running team," I ain't gonna lie, bro. <laughs> that shit looked crazy. But um, hey, man, that, teams like that. If you get a lead on teams like that, they're pretty much dead in the water every time. Same thing with Georgia Tech during the Paul Johnson era. Like, if they got a lead on you, it, it, it was kind of a wrap. But if you got a lead on them, it was over with. It's kind of like um, us, too. Kind of like us. Kinda <laughs> right. like, it kinda is kind of like, like us. Kind of yeah. like us. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. been the season, uh, you know, for us, but – it was it was good to see this team get that monkey off their back. And I feel like Boston College has always been a tough place for us to play, um, especially late in the season going up there. And to beat the shit out of them like we did is is huge. So um, Virginia Tech's done some very, like, off-brand things this year, like beating the shit out of Pitt, killing Boston College at Boston College. Like, we've done some stuff that we just never really do. Uh, that's yeah. been great to Man. see. Plus, I asked the question. I asked the question in the space after the game. Um, I still haven't got an answer, and that's okay. 
But when's the last time Virginia Tech blew out two Power Five opponents in the same year? And I believe it was uh, Gerard Evans, the Gerard Evans year. We beat UVA really bad. And didn't we beat UNC really bad that year too? Yes. I'm going to go back and do some research because not only have, like, not only twice, but we've done it this year four times with the pit game, the weight game. I, I mean, I'm going to count the weight game because it's 30 to 13. Uh, Syracuse okay. and Boston College. Like, that's four games, four games. I'm going to look to see when's the last time Virginia Tech has blown out. Constantly flooding people. Power yes. five people, not G five people, but yeah, Four just teams. just three years ago, Fuente said out of his own mouth that this team isn't built to blow the doors off of anybody, and that was before we was playing like Richmond and Middle Tennessee. Like we used to say, bro, these teams can't. This team can't even beat our road. This team can't blow out Rhode Island. Shit, like games like that, and now they're starting to blow out bad P5 teams. Yep. So you're starting to see the growth. You know, I've I seen some people, some people, and they're just like, well, this team beats bad teams. Well, this team used to lose the bad teams. So growth is baby stuff. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I, I will I will take it. I will take it. it it's It's like we've never really seen Virginia Tech operate like this before. You know what I mean? Like just the the week to week losing thirty four to three last week, and then they go on the road and kill a team that they always play like shit on the road against. It just never happens. Yeah. It's so it's so strange. Um, yeah. Well, I th- I think with that quote that you're talking about from Fuente, didn't that come after that Wofford game a couple of years ago? I think it was a Wa- yeah. I think it was Wofford. It, it, it was one of them shitter teams. Yeah, and we put up like only twenty seven points or something. Uh, Furman, I think it's Furman, right? Was it Furman? It might have been. It might have been Furman. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, now it's just I, I'm gonna be lying like crazy this offseason. Oh, the <laughs> lies, the the lies are gonna be fucking crazy. Yeah, they're gonna be crazy. Oh, they, you know, I mean, just looking at, it's like, man, if we, you know, we really got a pretty easy schedule next year. I'm just gonna, I'm just saying, it's really, it's pretty easy, you know. Um, I get that last playoff spot. That's gonna be the lie. <laughs> I mean, I don't I'm, know. I'm setting the tone. I don't know about that, but what I will say is, you go three and eight the first year with Pry. It's looking like we might get a bowl game. It's you're you're looking like that's great improvement because we all said you know we get a bowl this this season like that's that's awesome improvement. We'll take that six and six seventy five. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. If you go next year and find a way to get eight nine wins, I mean. Recruit wise, hey, it's, hey. it's you know it's, and then you get all 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 the recruits we got coming in, and man, it's gonna be looking good. We got a ton of young kids playing right now. I'm I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be lying like crazy next season. <laughs> yeah, and we only got uh, we only got like what one on Flip Watch, um, Marcellus Barnes on Flip Watch. Yep. Yeah, everybody else yeah. is locked in. Georgia. Everybody else is pretty good. So, and hey, I'm, man, I'm it just can saying. come together. And yeah, I mean, it, the other thing too is like, not only are these kids not even on flip watch, but they're all like coming in early. 
I think Brody's coming in early. I think Gabe is coming in early. Uh, those are the best players in the in the class, and they're coming in in two months. <laughs> yeah, yes, they're gonna be here early to develop. Yep. So, yeah, man, we might gotta do a four wheel spring game. We might yeah. gotta do a four wheel spring game before. <laughs> Yeah, we, we gotta do. we gotta be live at the spring game. Yep. Hey, you, linebackers. Put, oh, go ahead. Oh no, I'm, I was just saying. I was just. I'm, I'm just getting too excited. You put new jerseys in there too. We get a new. We get a new uniform. Man. Oh, it's gonna be looking. <laughs> I'm gonna Who be all bought this? in. <laughs> is this BT? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, we went from okay. zero hope to something real quick. Zero. So, nope. Yeah. So so linebackers. Fuck it, they get an A. Um, no, I'm gonna get them a B plus too. But they was involved in that that fucked up ass drive. But other than that, they played well. They played solid. Shout out to Alan Tisdale. Uh, this week will be senior day for him. This is like his fourth senior day. So shout out to shout out to Tizzy, man. Man, came in with I, Trey uh, Turner. Yeah, he, he came, came in a Trey long time. Turner. He was he was part of that NC to VT movement. He was there for NC to VT. I'm hearing he's not gonna be there for senior day because uh I think his his oldest son's graduation is that day. <laughs> his oldest son is graduating high school, so we don't know if he's gonna make it, but shout out to Tizzy, man. You know, you hey, you getting that goddamn like Tyrell Smith, that lifetime achievement. Hey, Tizzy, you getting that lifetime achievement too, my boy. You gonna retire from this motherfucker, my boy. Hey, shout out to Tizzy. <laughs> Shout out to Tizzy, bro. Man, Tizzy uh, got some years. Tizzy got some years in this bitch. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna some stories. Come on, for He does. Hey, hey, I'm sure Trey knows him too. We can get him on. Um, yeah, come on, Tizzy. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with a B Later. for them. I, I think it was so Kelly Lawson didn't start this week, um, and I have to go right. back to see if if this is the first. If this is the first week of the season that he hasn't started, but when he came in the game, he was at like 120%. He was flying all over the field. Uh, he looked insanely fast. I saw him come down on a run fit and like blink across the screen the way he was going so fast. Um, so shout out to him. I mean, I feel like we got a co- we got some rotational pieces there at linebacker. I'd like to see in the off season, maybe we get one or something from a transfer portal, uh, maybe like a, a, a veteran Mike linebacker or something, but um, linebackers did their part. They did their job. You know, it was a full team effort there. Yeah. I'm probably going to give him a B plus. We had another funny moment <laughs> with the commentator. Uh, one of the McDonald twins made a tackle and the mm. commentators like, couldn't see who it was, you know, cause people were getting up or whatever. He goes, we don't really know who made that tackle. Uh, yeah. We're just going to wait. <laughs> like I don't yeah, think he said, I, he said, I, I can't see the number yet. So we go, I think he was I think he was slow to get up. That's that yeah, I, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, again, they get a B plus, can't get an A because they kind of got gashed a few times. They were in the wrong fit on that uh touchdown run. Mm-hmm. I think that was Tisdale that went the wrong, went to the wrong gap. So probably Probably went to the B gap thinking it was his kid's school pickup instead of going to the A gap. So B plus. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the line. Shout out to the linebackers, regardless. But uh 
Yeah, outside of outside, I don't count none of that garbage time shit they had going on. I just, but but other than that, a, a real solid day. Uh, yeah. the, the the DBs, shout out to Dorian Strong, bro. He, you get a gold star this week, my boy. You get a gold star. This is a full. Hey, let's. I, I want to take some time and put some respect on Dorian Strong name because you want to talk about a motherfucker that's made a full character growth and development. I said this in the space after the game. It was in that same stadium. Dorian Strong called an INT and was looking at Fuente. What do I do next? Fuente had that man fucked up, bro. Ryan Smith, whoever. He was looking for direction, for coaching after catching the INT. Fumbled the ball. We all know what happened next. To now, in that same stadium two years later, he catches the intercept. It ain't like he made any pick sixes or nothing like that. But there was no hesitation. He knew exactly what the fuck to do after catching the INT. He caught two of them. I don't know why Boston College thought they could come out past. Like, if anything, wear us down first. But mm-hmm. the secondary is the best unit we have on the team. Like, I would advise any Castellanos, bro, this ain't the week to try to get your passing together. But, hey, that's on them. Secondary, A++. Dorian Strong, you get a gold star. What y'all got for me? A plus as well. I mean, you, you pretty much nailed it with the Dorian Strong stuff. He he went from being a fan favorite his freshman year with all the hype, uh, going through that those Fuente years, uh, sticking around. He he you know had his bad had his fair share of bad plays. You know, wasn't just wasn't just a couple. Like there was there was more than a few. Uh, stuck around uh, through the coaching change and. Uh, has played his this is what fourth year i mean he's been around for a while um and he's completely he's completed that character arc of of the highs and the lows and coming back and good in the good graces now of the fan base and um you know i hope the best for his future career but he's been a great player for us and i hope that that he continues that somewhere but uh secondary in general is just loaded and they're gonna keep they're gonna keep staying on that trajectory because uh dante love it Almost had that one-hand mm-hmm. interception. He looked insane on that. I don't know if you guys saw the video from, I think, his dad. I think his dad put a video on Twitter of him jumping up in, like, the middle of the, in the middle of the air, him almost getting that interception. Uh, yeah. He's going to be a real good player for us, too. So this secondary isn't going anywhere. Yeah, Dorian Strong, uh, we got to remember, too, he's coming off of the injury from last year. He got injured yes. and ended up redshirting. So I think having that extra time to develop with Cheetah – we got to give Derek Jones, man. We got to give him a shout out and give him some credit because it's not just one DB. He's got all of them elevated it, like from where they were. He's got them all playing on a high level. Monsoor Delane, he's looking good. I love it. Dude, love it is a stud. He is so physically ready. And it looks like he's getting there mentally, too. A uh, guy that a lot of people don't say a lot about, but Braylon Johnson, man, he looks good when he gets in there. Yep. Like, I like seeing Johnson. So, like, I feel like that also probably helps with recruiting as well. When you can prove that you can develop players, like, kind of starting to feel like DBU again out here, man. Like, 
it died a little under Fuente, but uh, hey, Jones and Prelude, they kind of got it back. So yeah. I'm giving them an A+. Plus. That is a 4L gold star. I mean, shout out to Dorian Straw, man. What, what a career. If he gets drafted, I'll be nothing but happy for him. But if he comes back and stays, I'll be even happier, man. So yeah, hey, he got another year. Jones, yeah, I mean, that, like you said, Dorian Strong uh, could definitely come back. Um, but even if he doesn't, you know, it'd be interesting to see who takes that spot. Yeah, you know, I feel like we got a lot of guys that could take that spot. Maybe Love It is is the one that that ends up winning it. But uh, our our secondary for the future is packed. I mean, Cam Fleming is in there somewhere, and he was. Oh, he was. Yeah. looked good this year too. Yeah, Cantines Cant- looked really good. Cantinas look good. I mean, I think the safeties have uh, had a lot of. They've had their issues, but for different reasons. They've they've had a lot of injuries. They've got a lot of flunky targeting calls, but I like the safety room. Uh, I like the youth there as well. I think they'll they'll be fine long term. I don't think we should worry about the safety room. Um, Quentin Reddish looks real good too. The, the, the kid out of high school. When we get him in the system, uh, he'll be a he'll be a solid player for us. So, hey man, the vibes yeah. are looking good. And Marcellus Barnes, if he'll get flipped, yeah. I saw. I don't know if it's. I don't know if he's gonna. I don't, do you guys know if he's gonna be a safety or a corner? Or, I don't know what we'll we'll play for receiver too. Yeah. Don't give me. Don't give me line. Hey man, I'm ready to lie about these DBs though, man. Like <laughs> the best. The best here, thing about the get DBs developed, go to the NFL. Oh, go ahead, Vito. Sorry. Vito. No, no, I'm good. No, what I was about to say was um. The best thing about these DBs, Love It and Johnson, is they'll be into year three next year, if I'm not mistaken, and um, or year two, year two, year two. or three, two. year two. I'm sorry, they'll be in year two next year, and they wasn't baptized by fire like DBs in the past. Like we don't put some motherfuckers out there that got no business being out there as freshmen. Dorian Strong is a was a fan favorite as a freshman. We kind of put his ass out there. He don't get me wrong. He survived. You know, he he proved that he belonged. But in years past, we done put some motherfucking DBs out there. Like, hey, bro, it is what it is. We need you. Right. But no, Braylon Johnson and Dante Lovett have both been able to play, learn, develop. And not have to get burned and not get killed by the fans and get their confidence killed young. So now they're gonna be stepping into the shit, you know, ready next year with some with some with a little DB pedigree going on. So yeah. shout outs to Cheetah, Prelude, Marv. Marv gets no fucking credit around this bitch, but I'm gonna give Marv some credit too. And 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 we played 10 games. No offense has put these dbs on a t-shirt yet no nope. not even louisville and plumber jake the snake's kid probably could have but it wasn't necessary not even fsu yeah not FSU, even FSU. FSU did, we honestly were we were clamping them in that game yeah uh they killed us on the run game i mean they didn't need to throw yeah. the ball but when they did throw the ball we were on top we were we were on them. i mean we we played good pass defense that game um, yeah, no, nobody's put us on a t-shirt yet. 
we have we, we definitely have a DB room brewing to be consistently top three in the ACC for uh, for the foreseeable future, I feel. Uh, and I think we have the money to keep kids around, too. So it's it, I think I think really the next step is let's just put these kids in the league. Like once we get them going, like let's get them drafted. Like that's the next step. We start seeing these DBs get drafted. And we, we might be back to where we want to be. Yes, yes. And we didn't even bring up Monsoor Delane, who's quietly having a great season as well. Mm-hmm. Probably should he should be an all ACC DB, but he don't do a lot of funny shit online to keep his name hot in the streets. He just kind of does his job and go home. Um and yep. he don't have the he don't have the interceptions this year to uh bolster that, but Anybody that watched ball knows Monsieur Delane is one of the best DBs in the ACC. He should at least be honorable mention of something. I mean, he should be, honestly, second team or third team, but he don't got the interceptions. But he been he ain't you, been getting burnt. Right. If you watch film, like, like they don't throw his way. You know what I mean? Like, they're not throwing right. his way at all. I feel like, you know, in his second year, teams have like teams look at him as like, okay, he's a star. We're not going to throw his way. We're going to beat Virginia Tech by going the opposite way of the field, you know? Yeah. They try to go at our young safeties when they're in there mostly. Right. Or whoever, whichever linebacker we got somebody on. Yeah. So shout outs to the DBs. And like I said, next year, let's say, let's say uh, Dorian Strong doesn't come back honestly i wouldn't because whether he comes back or not he's still gonna be what five nine like the nfl gonna hate on him for his size regardless uh so might as well start getting the checks now and you know whatever but delane love it and braylon johnson hey sign me up yeah sign me up mm-hmm. that's gonna be a hell of a trio once they get started Got some dogs. Got some dogs. And you got Fleming to work in there as well. Like, yeah. you got a little bit of depth. Got a little bit of depth, man. We got a little bit of depth. Uh, the the, the Stu Hope gang. <laughs> the Stu Hope gang with the mm-hmm. onside kick of the year. Uh, hey, special teams was ended to win it. I'm going to give Stu Hope's crew, I'm going to give him a B. I'm gonna give Stu Holt's crew a. I'm gonna give Stu Holt's crew a B. What say you guys? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with with a uh, with an A minus for them. I I would say A or maybe A plus wasn't for that for that fumble. Uh, but right. hey, the the balls to come out and and hit that hit that little onside <laughs> right after you score on the road. That was big. I mean, that was that was a that was a ballsy play. I mean, that's probably a little bit more pride, like the whole you know philosophy and being aggressive and stuff. Than maybe it is, you know, just just strictly special teams. But um, no, good stuff from them. I mean, they they kept it. That was big because putting us up like that early in the game really opened things up for everything. So that was a that was a big part of it. Yep, as the leading member of the Stu Holt fan club now, I'm giving them an A. Uh, the onside kick, the design was outstanding. Execution was even better. Uh, one of the funniest things, though, was 
I don't know if y'all noticed there's not, but uh, prize pants were unzipped, like when the camera shot over to the sideline. But hey, man, when you got a hog that big, it's hard to fit them in regular size pants. He's letting them <laughs> things hang. <laughs> hogs out. <laughs> hogs out, baby. Go hogs. <laughs> Go hogs. <laughs> but, yeah, shout out know, to the special teams. I think they could have got an A-plus from me. Uh, they kind of fumbled that one squib kick. And then they kicked a few off out of bounds and gave up some field position. Mm-hmm. And then, so I wasn't real thrilled about that. But overall, I thought they did a good job, man. I thought they did a good job. So shout out to Stu Holt. Made me a fan, man. You answered all my challenges. Stu Holt is doing the Dorian Strong special in one year. Stu Holt cleaning his image. Dorian Holt. And, um, <laughs> yes we we got we got to give a we got to give a we gave we gave dorian strong the gold star of the week but we got we got to give a, a the negative the bad start we got to give it to grant wells man hey we got to grant wells my boy we got to pull your coat my boy we got to pull your coat bro <laughs> how the fuck you find a turnover in a 60 yard run bro Hey, y'all comment, bro. Y'all comment. That's it. I'm. I'm. It's funny you say that because I'm watching. I'm. I just keep. Ha- I have the highlights from the game on repeat. And as you said, Grant Wells. I'm watching Grant Wells faceplant on the screen, <laughs> doing that run. It was so. It was so funny because I'm watching the game live and I'm like, oh shit, he's doing something. And then I see he's got open room and I'm like, oh, he's gonna go for six. And then you kind of see, like, he he has, like, a little like a little stumble that comes into play, you know, where he, he starts kind of stumbling. And I'm, and I'm like, as soon as I saw the first stumble, I don't know why, I just immediately knew he was going to fumble the ball. You could tell that, like, everything was going to go wrong. And when he fumbles the ball, it was like, yep, saw that coming mm-hmm. a mile away. <laughs> and fumbled it out the back of the end zone. Yep. <laughs> and they get the ball. <laughs> mm. I got to put my shades on to hate on Grant Wells. It's one of my favorite things. But that was one of the most Grant Wells things ever. Like, if he can't throw an interception, he's going to find a way to fuck it up somewhere else. Like, he had the ball in the wrong hand, and it just Mm -hmm. looks like he ran out of steam with, like, the last 15 yards. And, like, instead of, like, switching the ball, like, he saw the guy. Like, he clearly saw that defender. You know, maybe hitting, like, the tiki, you know, trying to – Trying to tuck that thing a little tighter. He just found a way to fuck up the 50 burger for us. And he's, like I just kept rewatching it. It was so funny. <laughs> like it should have been on like one of those sicko plays, like the not top 10. I think it's one of those things as a as a player, whenever you get like benched or like lose your your position, all you want to do is like get back in the game and like make a play and like show your worth. You know what I mean? So yeah. So for him to come back and then bust that long run off, he's probably thinking in his mind, like, let's fucking go fuck the coaches, fuck everybody, look at me, I'm scoring. <laughs> and then, and then no. it all comes back to earth. Everything everything is normal again, and he's he's doing the thing. <laughs> Man, I, I don't want anybody to ever tweet me about Grant Wells should be the starter or gives us the best chance to win ever again. Like, mm. I don't ever want to hear about that again, man. 
Go be a family man, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, man, Grant, go be a family man, bro. He's a captain, dude. That's the funniest part. Like, I can't help but laugh at it. The whole thing was just comical. Yeah, Grant, it's 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 time to start your insurance selling career, bro. It's over. It's over. Uh, and, and they went with Pop. Next draft. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and uh speaking of speaking of Pop Watson, he won Hokie Stone Player of the Week. Uh one of the four players that got it. And Pop uh, looks fast, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does. I really wish we would have seen him immediately. Uh like yeah. right instead of that Grant Wells, like I hope if if we get that again where we're up and we can put somebody in. Let's just go straight to pop. Give me more time. Um, he looks – I mean, going into next year, a quarterback room of drones, pop, Whitaky, and Davi coming in. Yeah. yeah. That's that's a good four. I'll take that. And then you got uh, Keldon Ryan, the, the player from Texas, the next year. We got a, a quarterback room. They, they look good. They got, they got some players. Yeah, now, if, if we can get an offensive coordinator – That's a different topic for a different day. Um, so overall, Virginia Tech Hokies, they 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 it, it looked kind of shaky at first, but after the onside kick, Virginia Tech never looked back. They took the lead, and when you get a lead on a team like Boston College, they're not going to come back on you. Not this year, anyway. No, Matt Ryan ain't walking through them doors. Um, it's not that type of team. So. Anytime as a Virginia Tech fan, you can beat Boston College. It's a good day. Uh, they have been a thorn in our ass for long, for decades, decades, long time. So anytime you can beat Boston College, it's a good day. Anytime you can blow out Boston College, it's a really good day. So shout out to Boston College. We used to play them every year. I don't know why, but now we don't know more. So God bless. It's always a good thing. Um, to get Boston College off the yearly schedule. I don't got no beef for them people. I just don't want to play them every year. I'd rather play Louisville. I like regional shit. Regional regional stuff yeah. makes the games more interesting. Right. Uh, we ain't got we don't mix with people from Boston. I met one dude from Boston. His name was George. Not that Boston George, a different Boston George. And um, we just don't mix some people often, bro. I, we don't run into people from Massachusetts, except for Pop Watson. We don't meet people from Massachusetts like that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I, I like the regional things, and and I like how a lot of the times regional things are like recruiting battles too. Um, you know, so if you know we're trying to get a kid, or we're trying to recruit an area that UNC or UVA or Louisville is also trying to recruit. It's like I want to play those games to have that film. Yeah, I, I, there's nobody we're going after that Boston College is going after. So it's like, right. I don't really think they probably, they probably didn't even try to get Pop. They probably like we can't get him. Right. Exactly. So yeah, big big win from the Hokies, um, and we're we're in prime position for this next two weeks. Big win. Let's address the last. Been a long year. <laughs> we it's been a long it's been a long year for us liars. 
We're going to start with the truth of the week. Drifts. Yay. Man, I, I got to start fucking with UVA, man. <laughs> I, I, get, I get the talking shit. And UVA clearly be coming through. Um, this game was played on Thursday night. Louisville was doing their blackout stuff. And they were given 20 points. And UVA made a game of it. They even could have won the game. They had a player. I can't think of his name. He damn near got paralyzed out there. It was a scary situation. We don't want to see no kids paralyzed and things like that. Jay Glock jumped out the fucking shout out to Jay Glock, bro. But you look crazy. Jay Glock got his ass uh killed by all the UVA fans. He tried to get some trolls off because UVA players was crying after the game. Man, you see a motherfucker damn near get paralyzed on the field. They still dealing with the ramifications of that shooting that happened literally like a year ago this time. Yeah, I get why they killed you, Jay Glock. Uh, we this this is what I say about rivalries and trolling and all of that and Virginia Tech Twitter uh, and all. Everything gave VT Twitter VT versus UVA. You know, some shit be bigger than that, and you got to be able to read the room sometimes. Uh, what was y'all comments on this UVA Louisville game? Which everybody laughed, but Drift he had UVA. Yeah, I think it was a, sh- a short turnaround game. Uh, UVA has been playing better. I just thought it was really too much, too many points. I thought the twenty points was a lot. I thought UVA could. I feel like it was one of those games. Where maybe Louisville was a little flat, and they just cover because of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely scary when you know you're. Like you're dealing with people's lives, you know, and they've lost lives and a kid goes down like that's 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 not fun at all. I mean, and and they were like he was down for a while. That game was paused for a bit like they weren't playing for quite some time. So, um, you know, people got to people. People need to relax about those takes. Uh, It's always some crazy people on Twitter saying some dumb shit. Anything anytime something like that happens. But pretty sure it's a year ago today uh that you know the, the uva thing happened and um like you said some things are just bigger than bigger than a rivalry bigger than football yeah yeah if so if you're gonna see uva players emotional you gotta just let that ride it sometimes it, it ain't got nothing to do with nothing except some real life shit but uh i mean jake lock knew to this shit he went from playing to making takes so yeah you get killed sometimes. It happens to all of us. Yep. Just part of it, man. Like, I thought it was kind of like, I don't think he knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. I think he just saw the clip of him, like, after the game being upset. So I don't mm-hmm. think he knew the context, but probably should have checked into that one, my man. Like, check in. And when motherfuckers tell you to chill, just chill, bro. Don't double down. Just let right. it be, man. I even made that clown Brandon Lloyd get a get a W off. Like, come on, man. Yeah. 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 But Jake Lock could get better at this Twitter shit. It happens to the best of us, man. It happens to Learning the best curve. of us. Learning curve. Like the 
the lie of the week, the second lie of the week, Drift had Penn State knowing good and fucking well Michigan was out for blood. What made you go with Penn State, bro? Hey, bro, they missed the cover by, like, four points, so uh, it's not that bad of a beat. Michigan didn't throw the ball once in the second half. I thought I thought it was I thought it was a football and they shoved it in their left nostril for the rest of the game. <laughs> I thought it said more about Penn State than it said about Michigan. They can't seem to find a way to beat these fuckers, and then they fired their offensive coordinator. Uh yes. it should have been a closer game, in my opinion. This was the year for Penn State. They can't get over the hump. Uh, you can almost predict their seasons at this point. It's the same shit every year. Beat everybody, lose to Ohio State and Michigan. Yeah, and I can't get over their coach, like, crying after the game. You would have thought that Jim Harbaugh just got sacrificed or something. Like he died or some shit. Yeah, like yeah somebody... I, thought he, I thought he was dead. I was like, who shot him? Like, somebody sniped him mid-game. <laughs> yeah, like, America's team. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, yeah. Like, Mich- no, reaching Dabo levels, man, of being corny. Yep, it is. Yeah. It 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 really is. Um, it's it's kind of tough because like I I I sort of sympathize. Well, I used to sympathize with Michigan fans because they were bad for a good like twenty years there. They couldn't figure it out. Uh, they were losing in horrific ways to Michigan State. They couldn't beat Ohio State to save their life. Uh, and then all of a sudden they got good, and now they're. They've gone from like a fan favorite to being pretty insufferable in like a, a found two out years why they got good. Yeah, you can't just say they got good. We found out why they started cheating, man. <laughs> what do you mean? They started cheating. I mean, okay, I, I I don't like, yeah, they're they're yeah, they're cheating, but I still think they're a good team. Like I think everybody kind of does it. You know what I mean? It's just it's just scouting. Like at this point, I think the NCAA just needs to allow earpieces in the helmet. Like I don't understand why they. Yeah. The fact that you have to go through all this signed bullshit is are is a problem in and of itself. Like just allow the players to talk to the coach on the earpiece. Yeah, they got to advance a little bit there. Um, before the BC game, there was a cool story from Brent Pry that was released when he was a defensive co- coordinator. I can't remember where he was coaching. It was somewhere down south, somewhere in Louisiana. Um, he talked about how he had thrown away one of his game plans in the trash. And uh, he couldn't figure out why the other team knew, like, every play they were calling. And after the game, they cleaned the locker room. And I guess one of the coaches had left that found game plan that he crumpled up and put in the trash. It was torn up. It was taped back together, and the whole locker room was clean, and that was sitting there. So it was like a like a vet move. Like, hey, don't throw your shit away. Like, we're going to get that shit out of the trash. So, Got to destroy it. Actually, got to burn it. Got to tighten yeah. up. It's just like I, I don't understand. I don't understand the the NCAA's reasoning for not putting it in the helmets. I, I don't understand why. I mean, I mean, yeah, Michigan and Clemson and Georgia will have no problem. But what about Stephen F. Austin? Like, it's okay. a lot of fucking schools, bro. That's right. a lot of helmets. No, nah, you. I mean, it's yeah, but I mean, it's like the NFL. I don't buy that. These schools have enough money; they can put an earpiece in the helmet. High school teams got earpieces and helmets. Yeah. All coaches got headsets. Ain't no different. What high schools? 
literally, I mean, my high school didn't have them because we were a super small school, but high schools have earpieces and helmets. Mine did not. I'm a little older. Not, not on the peninsula. Not on the peninsula. We definitely had that shit. I, I mean, was, yeah, I it's definitely a, from the sideline. It's definitely a we don't even thing. got our we don't even got our own stadium. You know, really, I would be pretty surprised if if Oscar Smith and the bigger schools didn't have earpieces and helmets. Oscar Smith ain't got that shit. <laughs> I don't know if it's legal in uh, Virginia because I know we didn't have it, but I do think college should have it. College should definitely I think, have I think, it. I think college should have it. I just think there's a hundred and how many FDS schools? 26. 126. Uh, 126 FDS schools. We talking about a Virginia Tech. They ain't want to buy new weights. <laughs> weights weigh the same. Wit would put a fucking Nokia brick phone in that helmet, man. Like this, this that would be some halves and half notch shit. You would see that on full display. You would see yeah. halves and half nights on full display. I'm not saying that the game should be fair. I'm not a fair person. I'm just saying it would be hard to get 130-something FBS schools on that program because then you got some coaches that are fair. It will be a mess. That first year, it would be fun. It would be a mess, though. They would get it together in year two or year three. But uh, they got to figure out something. But, yeah, you know what else Michigan, they need, man? They need the sky yeah. judge like the XFL head. That's what NCAA needs. Yeah, that that's another funding problem. Getting another person to to judge it from the sky, watch the game, take one off the field. They could do that. Uh, it's enough fucked up calls and non calls going on as is. We can't take nobody off the field. <laughs> that would fix it though. Man, listen, we talking about the ACC. All right, yeah, take that back. They fuck up a two car parade, man. We talking about the ACC <laughs> burning popcorn. The ACC that fucked uh Miami out of a safety. So oh, that was bad too. But yeah, we'll we'll get to that. Um, Clemson, our Clemson. See, Trey Clay Trey Trey new to this Clemson shit. That's why his ass ain't here today. He got Clemson. Got Clemson. <laughs> he got Clemson. Walked around and found out the, about Clemson. It happens to the best of us, Chief. It happens to Baptized. the best of us. Uh, uh, Trey went with Georgia Tech. But, hey, you can't. Yeah, you, you cannot. You gotta. You gotta ride with Clemson. They gonna. They gonna do bad, but then they gonna do good too. Uh, Clemson took care of Georgia Tech. The lie of the week. I had Wake Forest. That was crazy. I don't know why you took Wake there. I mean, Over I guess maybe you were stadium. maybe you were thinking running Armstrong. You didn't believe. Maybe that was it. I didn't believe. Um, I thought maybe trap game vibes. Nope, Wake is terrible. Uh, that Clawson shit. Woo! It was Virginia Tech fans advocating for Clawson uh, the year we took prior. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he was he was what third on the list? It was yeah. it was Pry then Elko then Clawson, if I remember correctly. No, I think they offered it to Clawson after Napier out, got out bed with us, and then Clawson used it to get more money and resources. <clears throat> and he and he stayed right. He declined and instead. Hey, he, he leveraged that fucker, man. 
Yeah. So, um, hey, I told y'all about my Riley Coyotes, man. Those, those, Riley goddamn, guys, those goddamn coyotes. The Riley Roosters, <laughs> who, who we faced, who we faced this week, but we will get into that in due time. Uh, yeah, man, I had Wake. Uh, everybody else had NC State. I was the dummy of the week. The rivalry game of the century, Miami at Florida State. Uh, the the Miami quarterback. He had a compound fracture in his arm. It was a nasty injury. He literally sacrificed his arm just so Tyler Van Dyke could come in the game and throw the game, lose the interception. All in all, it was a close game. Uh, FSU was given 14 and a half. They did not take care of that business. Miami kept it close as rivalry games tend to go. Me and Trey told the truth, Griffin, uh, Joe lied on FSU. But uh, shout out to Tyler Van Dyke, bro. That was an on brand. It's it's one of those interceptions where he had to throw it. It was fourth down, but hey, went to the wrong team. It is what it is. Prayers prayers to that Miami quarterback. That injury looked nasty as hell. It's crazy. And he was playing great. Uh, he'll be back next year for them. He looks like a solid player. Yes. And 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 shout out to the uh, ABC cameras that the minute this kid arm snapped into, they found his parents on the camera. Like, bro, grow up! Right? <laughs> That's crazy. Cameraman, I got the shot. I got the shot. I got the parents. I got them. They're sad. They're crying. Yes. Like, bro, stop that shit. The truth of the year. The Bring it on. Give it to me. Washington won the game. They did. But Drift won the war. He had Utah plus eight and a half. Uh, Michael Penix Jr. is my husband. But if, if somebody say Jaden Daniels, I ain't going to argue or fight him about it. Jaden Daniels is an excellent player. As well, that motherfucker Jaden Daniels had like 500 yards of offense alone, like 300 passing plus passing, 200 rushing. Shout out to Jaden Daniels, but Michael Penix is man. Michael Penix is a motherfucker, bro. Yeah, he's a good, he's a good player too. It it, it it could go either way with them. Really, just depends on I guess these next couple weeks. But um, I mean, U Dub is what the fifth best team in the nation. Mm-hmm. When the when the when they do the playoff, uh, that's a that's like the coaches poll, the AP poll. But when they do the CFP rankings, I don't see how they can jump FSU. But I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if if UW gets the fourth spot over FSU. We because UW has won some big games. Yeah, and they're they, oh, go ahead. Sorry, no, nah, go ahead. Their their schedule is just big game after big game after big game. I mean, uh, they have another one this week going to sure. Oregon State, who's super hot. So uh, they they've been tested. Uh, I'd say more tested than than Miami. I mean, uh, than Florida State has been. Yeah, and they've got a chance to automatically jump up into that top four because Michigan has to play Ohio State, and mm-hmm. then they got a chance to beat Oregon. So. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but let's not get ahead yeah. of ourselves. I don't it's you. very Pac-12 of them to be in this great position and, and fumble it, it away. Yeah. Yes. And it, usually it happens in the Pac-12 championship or like one game before. It's always at the very end of the season. They, that year they actually went to the playoff with Jake Browning and them. The crazy mm-hmm. thing about that that Washington team, that Washington team would beat the shit out of this Washington team, except Jake Browning ain't half the quarterback that Michael Penny is. Yep. Yeah. That's and, you know, we almost, me and Vito and Trey, we almost had it, man. They almost covered it, but dude fumbled it. He did the little drop-the-ball celebration on, like, the two-yard line. I yes. wanted to scream. Yes. What would it cover? He fucked us. He fucked yeah, us. And if guys, I had money on that. Hit. Yeah, man. Bad, bad beat. The 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 lie of the lie of the year. We all happy. What are we doing? What are we doing, man? We all happy. I'm so sick we, of Pitt. We, we shut I'm sick of Pitt, bro. We shoveled dirt on Dino. We shoveled dirt on Dino's career. And look how he do us. He's kind of like Fute. Yeah, man. You cannot shovel dirt on Dino Babers, bro. He has the most resilient hairline in the history of man, bro. This is this is a resilient brother. Uh and some I'm, I'm sick of Pitt, bro. I'm sick of him. Sick of them. Sick of them. And last but not least, our Hokies, they covered that game 40 times over. Virginia Tech covered that game. Uh, So shout out to that. We move on. We move on to week, what we at? Week 12? Yeah, week 12. Season is flying by. Flying over. Two weeks left. Regular season. Two weeks left. Um, it goes so fast. It go. It was literally just week zero. It was literally just yeah. week zero, and now here we are, in the home stretch. We move on. Boston College at Pitt. I swear to God, Boston College has been playing Pitt for the last eight weeks. <laughs> I saw this game and I, I took a triple take because I thought it was. It literally happened oh, last bro, week. Have they not been playing each other for the last like four weeks? <laughs> Feels bro, like the it. North ACC, bro. The North ACC teams, bro. So they're so interchangeable, bro. All of them can just like they're all the same. They can go, bro. It's gonna BC, be like this when them West Coast teams come to, bro. Yeah, they're gonna be just like them. Mm-hmm. Like SMU, Cal, and Stanford are gonna be just like BC, Pitt, and Cuse. Like, bro, haven't they been playing each other all year? Boston College at Pitt. Both of them are Virginia Tech victims. Shout out. This is the Virginia Tech Victims Bowl. Uh, Pitt is at home. Two and a half point favorites. I'm going to start this thing off. I'm taking Pitt only because they at home. Both these teams. I ain't got no reason, bro. Pitt at home. Give me, give me, give me Pitt. Uh, I'll I'll probably be wrong. Drift, what you got? Uh, I'm taking BC here. Uh, rolling with Boston College. I feel like they make a. I feel like 
I trust Castellanos more than anyone on pit to make some plays. So roll with, roll with the Eagles. Yeah, I'm going with BC as well. I think they're going to run all over Pitt. And I think Pitt's probably – that probably broke them last week. And Pitt been broken 18 Wait, different said, times this year. You said he BC. Said BC. Yeah, he BC. said BC. Louisville. Louisville at Miami. Miami um, – it's off a big emotional loss. That I, I'm assuming they're going back to Tyler Van Dyke, which this Louisville man is one that's very tantalizing for a gambling man. Um, Drift, what you got? Miami is at home. Louisville one, only one point favorites. Crazy. Yeah, I'm going Louisville in this game just with Tyler Van Dyke being the quarterback. Uh, I, I think. I would say differently if they had the guy from last week, but going back to Tyler Van Dyke, I think it's going to be Louisville's game here. Uh, they're going to be pressing pretty hard to keep winning with their current schedule and them going for an ACC championship. So taking Louisville. Yeah, I'm doing the same. Yeah. Go birds. Real birds. <laughs> Miami is so hard to, to pick against because Miami's one of those weird teams where like, when motivated at home, they can play with anybody, even a Georgia. Like when motivated at home and everybody's feeling good and feeling right, they got the talent to play with anybody. But when is Miami ever motivated once they get two, three, four losses on the schedule? So then Miami can also lose to anybody in November. It's just the Miami experience. It's damn near like picking for and against Clemson. It's hard. I'm going to take Louisville because at one point, like, Louisville can't possibly fuck this one up, right? Uh, uh, I'm going to take I'm, Louisville. How about an ACC, ACC team? <laughs> yeah. ACC, uh, Louisville, probably when the CFP ranking come out, they're going to be eighth or ninth. So you put a ranking beside an ACC team, you got a Miami fan, I mean a fan, a Miami team, off an emotional loss with a backup quarterback, what could go wrong, right? Give me give me Louisville, though. I don't yeah. feel that great about it, but give me Louisville. Louisville. They beat the shit out of us. I got to start saying that shit right. Utah at Arizona. This is damn near pick them. Uh, Utah is a tough team. Utah is a great program. Uh, Arizona's at home. What is that? A half a point? Yeah, half point, point game. It's, it's literally as close to a pick as you can get. And Arizona is ranked for like the first time in years. Arizona's ranked. Joe, what you got? I'm going with the Utes. Virginia Tech West. Uh, Arizona kind of struggled. With Colorado last week, they barely got bombed. Give me Utah. Yeah, I'm also I'm rolling. Take, oh, go ahead. That's on me. I'm going I'm to take Utah as well. Utah as well there. I'm going same same thing for me. Just uh, they've been playing good football. They're a tough team to beat. They got, they got a good defense. They got a solid offense. They're good up front. They don't make mistakes. Yes, we're all rolling with the Utes. 
Duke at UVA. University of Virginia has two wins to their name. Duke is rolling in four-point favorites. Uh, Duke just had a, a emotional loss to UNC. It was a shootout of a game, great game. Uh, UVA, you know what? Fuck, give me UVA, bro. Give me UVA. Um, I, 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 the ACC, bro. I was doing so good on this shit before the ACC like got in full swing, and that's when shit went off the rails for me. Give me UVA, bro. Drift, what you got? I'm finally changing it. I'm going with Duke. Um. Uh, I've been rolling with UVA all season long, but this is my time to jump ship. I'm getting off the bus. This is my stop. Knocking on the door. I'm getting out. Uh, I think Duke gets this one. Pulling the cord. Let me out. (laughs) They've done me well. I can't complain. It's been a great ride. They brought you this far. You can walk the rest of the way. They brought me this far. I'll walk the rest of the way. (laughs) Uh, I'm doing the same taking the taking the blue devils uh uva i know this is going to be like a big game for them this week it's gonna be highly emotional mm-hmm. and uh, i believe that they honored the uh the shooting victims in their first game first home game back and they lost that game so to jmu to jmu so i don't think they do too well when the emotions are high and right i kind of think duke's gonna win yeah, JMU's getting game day this week, by the way. They're 10 and 0. That's crazy. Right. That's crazy. They don't deserve it, but whatever. Yeah, JMU getting game day before VT is crazy. They don't they don't deserve it, man. Who they play? Who they playing? Nobody. Uh, see, here's the thing. They're 10 and 0, nobody cares. I I like outside of Virginia, I would I guarantee you hardly anybody knows JMU is 10 and 0. And they yeah, can't have a bowl game this year, team. right? No, they can't have a bowl game. Yep, no bowl game. Good. Damn, JMU really the best in the state. Liberty's pretty good too, right? Yeah, I think they've been doing pretty good. Uh, Although, uh, with all these jobs opening up, people think Jamie Chadwell's jumping ship after year one. He did send off a tweet today, and the location was Starksville, Mississippi. So, Mm -hmm. stars are aligned. It's on the flight tracker, Tom. Oh yeah, it's definitely it's definitely the uh, flight tracker season. All the uh, all the planes going into what College Station, Texas. Oh yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be some it's gonna be some some shit going down. Over football, we're checking flights. Where we at? Oh, Georgia. The hobnail boot game. All the old heads that know about the hobnail boot. Uh, Georgia plays Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee just got embarrassed versus Missouri. Like Missouri undressed Tennessee, which was a surprise to me. But uh, Georgia's ten and a half point favorites on the road at Tennessee. Joe, what you got? Yeah, no, Tennessee's kind of like bad. SEC VT. It's, it's, it's drift term. My bad. Ahead. I fucked up the rotation. Uh, I'm going Georgia here. I would honestly take Georgia like minus 14 or more. Um, I think they're they're gonna outclass them. Um, so rolling with the dogs. 
go with the dogs. Yeah, Tennessee beats up on bad teams. They're kind of like us. And then they kind of melt when they got to play a good team. So give me Georgia. Yeah, and it's funny you say that they're kind of like us because that could be a potential Dukes Mayo Bowl classic game. Sign me up. Us and Tennessee could be on the on the horizon. So it'd be interesting with teams, two teams that kind of play the same way against inferior and better better opponents. That bowl game would do crazy attendance numbers too. Yeah, it definitely would. I mean, it's it would be it's in Charlotte, so of course a lot of Virginia Tech fans would go and. I mean, Charlotte's pretty close to Tennessee too, so a lot of I'm sure a lot of Tennessee folks would go down there too. Yeah, we owe them one. Uh, we do. Georgia, give me Georgia as well, because if Missouri can address Tennessee, well, we need to. Uh, we definitely gonna beat the shit out of Tennessee. That's in and a half tantalizing. We might need to start yeah. putting some respect on on Missouri's name. They got a they got a good team, and they got a wide receiver who's going to be a future top ten pick in the NFL draft. Uh, Luther, Luther Burden. Luther Burden is a player. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They keep yeah. their five stars home. Mizzou like been slick keeping their five stars home for a while too. Yes, they have. They have a lot of money. Missouri does. Um, They've been in the SEC for a minute now, so they've been stockpiling all that cash. But they've done a good job of going north to get five stars. Like Luther Burden is from Illinois, but he's from the St. Louis part of Illinois. You know, oh, like East that. St. Louis? Yes. Yes. Like a but like city area. Right. But, like, not a lot of SEC teams go up there for recruits. You know what I mean? So they've done a, they've done a pretty good job going up to get players. Yeah, so can, shout out to shout yeah. out to shout out to Mizzou, UNC at Clemson, and which is going to be the hardest game to pick on this goddamn docket because <laughs> you you don't know what Clemson. There's the Clemson experience, then there's this UNC experience. Um. I'll be interested to see who Virginia Tech if Virginia Tech fans, I swear to God, if you motherfuckers root for Clemson, bro, this UNC, I don't I don't understand the UNC hate. I really don't. Okay, so yeah, they got a fucking couple of four or five stars from Virginia. Get over that shit. Clemson been getting them too. Like, I don't know. Knowing knowing this fan base, they'll probably pull for Clemson in this one. Um Clemson is at home. They're, they're, they're six-and-a-half-point favorites. Clemson has been playing better lately. Uh, UNC had a big game versus uh, Duke when they, they they pulled it out. I am going to take Clemson. Clemson minus six-and-a-half. And the hard thing about this game, too, is it's a six-and-a-half-point spread. Like that's That's a tough spread. Yeah, um, I've been I've been down with Clemson all year. Fuck it, give me Clemson. Yep, I'm uh I'm rolling with UNC on this one. I um the Clemson experience has been beating my ass, <laughs> and I'm probably gonna get killed this week again. Um, uh, but I'm gonna roll with it. I I think UNC um still has a lot to play for, and uh, this could this could be an interesting one. So. 
Clemson's been playing pretty good at home. I got my own little Clemson Tiger here with me. We're rolling with him. Man, I had a cat in there the whole time. Yeah, it's Garfield, man. The movie's coming out May 25th. He just had a just pulled out a, a cat. <laughs> like a Lee Corso head pick. He just pops okay. right up. So Joe's rolling with Clemson. Man, this Clemson shit. I'm tired of Clemson, bro. I'm tired. I'm tired, boss. Bro, they're hard to pick, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah. They're the hardest, they're the hardest pick. Uh between them, Miami. I can imagine being a fan of them teams. Washington at Oregon State. This is Washington has been in the last like They've been in some heavyweight championship matches every week for like the last month, month and a half. Washington continues their heavyweight championship title reign over the Pac-12. This week's opponent, DJU and the Oregon State Beavers. Um, I think it's on drift this time. Yeah. Yeah, it's me. Um uh... Oregon State's one of those teams where I'm not I'm not 100% bought in yet. I need to see them do it against the best teams um, in big moments, you know. And I I they haven't done that yet, and they could do it this week. Don't get me wrong, but I'm gonna roll with Washington uh, in the meantime uh, till they prove till they prove themselves that way. So going with the Huskies. Doing the same. I like Washington. I don't think this is the game that trips them up. Yeah. I'm also taking the Huskies. Uh, Like I say, Michael Penix Jr. is definitely the Hasman front runner. But like I say, Jaden Daniels, he would have to do some video game shit uh, going forward because uh, Bama clinched the SEC West. So it's not like LSU can, you know, play for any conference titles. But uh, Jaden Daniels is putting up crazy numbers. So, but I, I'm still rolling. I still think Michael Penix is the the Heisman, but still football to be played. So uh, before we get in this last game, interesting thing about UNC right now: if, if Louisville loses this weekend. Uh, they're done in ACC play. Like they don't play any more ACC games, and they'll end six and two, six and two in conference play. UNC, if they win out, I think has the tiebreaker over Louisville based on who they played. Uh, so things can still get weird in the ACC um, if UNC wins against Clemson. Right, because isn't isn't Virginia Tech alive in some weird scenario? Yeah, I think the stars would have to completely align. But yeah, I mean, so not only is UNC four and two, but NC State is four and two. Virginia Tech's four and two as well. So there's three teams that are four and two that and all those teams. Could get to six and two, obviously, if they went out and then if Louisville loses this weekend. So because uh, Louisville's problem is their loss is pit. So. And nobody else on that slate has lost a pit. So it's like they that's really where you get the you get the tiebreaker over. 
So we'll see. We shall, <clears throat> we shall, we shall see. We're gonna move on to the main event. The Virginia Tech Hokies are taking on the Raleigh Roosters, the Raleigh Coyotes, Raleigh the Roosters, N the NC State Wolf Pack. Dave Doran and the crew. Uh, the last time we played NC State, MJ Morris had the MJ Morris and the and, and Baby West Welker. Uh, they gave us all we could handle and some. It looked like a game we had under control until MJ Morris and, like I said, Baby West Welker came in and and and, and gave us the beats. This is an interesting game. It's a it, it's the last home game, the senior day. Got to make sure I say that too. It's senior day. Like I said, we got a couple seniors, right? We got Pollard, Kendricks, Fuga, Tizzy. What other seniors we got? Okay. Um, Peoples, Nasir Peoples. Peoples. Hey, Parker, my boy. I know you technically got more time. Hey, bro, it's senior day, bro. It's senior day, He's my a, boy. Take senior day, man. Get out of here. Oh, Grant. We'll probably Grant get some flowers on senior day. Grant, my boy, happy senior day. It, it, it's time. It's time, my boy. You and boy. Parker start up a podcast, buddy. Hey, it's time for <laughs> y'all to. It's time for y'all to join up under the sun Saturday. Join the crew. Uh, I'm pretty sure they. I'm pretty sure they need interns over there after their uh situation, but um. Let's get into this game. Uh, NC State, they're up and down. They're seven and three, four and two in the conference. Brendan Armstrong is back. Uh, I, I shoveled dirt on his career. It's not over yet. And um, was Brendan the starter when they beat? No, that was uh, who was the black quarterback at UVA that beat us? Bryce Perkins. Uh, Bryce Perkins. So Brandon Armstrong has never beat Virginia Tech. That was Bryce Perkins' work. I'm pretty sure he, he you know, he he has a lot of motivation. They was throwing screen passes to tackles and shit. So maybe he want to come back, you know, go into the stadium, end his career out with a bang. I'm pretty sure he's at the end of his shit too. And um, we shall see. We got keys to the game. Uh, we'll start with Joe. What is your keys to beating your Raleigh Roosters, the Raleigh Coyotes? Well, the, the one thing I think that does help us is playing at home. Uh, the Raleigh Coyotes, they're kind of a home team as well. They really want to play good down there in Raleigh. So we need to be loud, need a loud environment. And second thing, you got to get home to Armstrong early. He gets rattled. He's the type of quarterback that plays good if he gets in the zone. But we got to rattle him early. We got to get home. D-line's got to create a lot of pressure, a lot of havoc, and just confuse him with different coverages. Show things back out. Show things don't run that. You know, show zone being man. So confuse Armstrong, number two, or number three, actually. Get the lead early. We play good with the lead. Get the lead at home, and you're running away with it. Get the lead at home, run away with it. 
Uh, NC State doesn't really have a great offense. They don't have a scary offense. Uh, they're a solid defensive team. They're actually a pretty good defensive team. I'm with Joe on this. Get a lead, you know, and that's when we can turn the pass rushes loose and just make uh, Brendan Armstrong uh, day miserable. Uh, this ain't the same Brendan Armstrong that we've known from UVA uh, two, three years ago where they had that insane offense with Wicks and all of them. Uh, this is right. a washed-up Brendan Armstrong. This is a Brendan Armstrong that's been benched for MJ Morris. He's been through all the – he's at the end of his rope, man. Let's just shovel the dirt on him, finish his career off, and uh, get bowl eligible. We got something to play for. Um, if not, we can still get bowl eligible versus UVA. But let's go ahead and get the shit over with now. Let's get bowl eligible and start making these bowl plans, start buying these tickets, getting getting these – uh hotel combinations together. Uh, let's hop on Brendan Armstrong's ass, bro. It's not the same Brendan Armstrong from UVA a couple years back. So let's jump on his ass and, and force him to lose them the game. Drift, what say you? Yeah, the other thing, I mean, this whole MJ Morris situation is so ridiculous. And, I like, I haven't seen something like this in a long time uh, where a player that, you know, it's obviously starting in a winning team. You know, they're six and three. They beat Clemson. They beat Miami. They beat Wake. I mean, they're on a three-game win streak. Obviously, it was only a two-game win streak when this happened, but he just decided to sit out the rest of the season. Uh, yeah. And the crazy part about it is he's not even – what I saw, This I could be wrong, but from what I saw, he's not transferring. Um, and maybe that's just like – you know, hey, I'm not transferring just to say that. So not like ruin his, you know, reputation or whatever. But uh, just such a weird scenario to like not transfer, sit down for the rest of the year. I would have been this would be a completely different game if he was playing. Um, oh, yeah. I, I feel like he he's definitely much more dynamic and can, you know, he has a stronger arm and can do a lot more. So um we just need to lock in, really. I mean, if we lock in this game and take care of business, um, you know, we'll be good. I don't. I. I really don't think, you know, if we're looking towards UVA and not really preparing the way we sh we should, um, it could get out of hand. But uh, I think we just got to control the line of scrimmage and and get out to to a lead and control that lead, and we'll be fine. Um, otherwise, I'm not really too too scared of their offense. It, their defense is going to be tough, but. I think our offense, the way we play, especially at home, we'll be able to score at least a decent amount, and we'll keep that keep that lead. So, um, feeling good about this week. Feeling good, feeling good. Virginia Tech is home favorites, two and a half points. I always take the Hokies for this tradition, but Drift, what say you? Uh, I'm taking the taking the Hokies as well. Um, I think I'm going to be taking the Hokies for the rest of the season. So it's uh, hope, hoping for seven and five here. Joe. Yep, doing the same. Holding out hope for our Thunder Chickens, for our Turks. We're going to finally take the Thunder Chicken bus down to Charlotte for the Belk Bowl or for the Duke's Mayo Classic. <laughs> Taking the Thunder Chicken bus. <laughs> Taking the Thunder Chicken bus down to Charlotte. What else right. going on in the world? 
All right, man, we got to address it. We got to address the go birds thing. What do you guys think? What do you guys think about that? Um, the Suns, the Suns. Okay, let's let's break it down for those who 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 wasn't on Twitter. So there was some shirts that had Go Birds written on the shirts. That was from the Suns. Decided was that the Southwest VA shop? Yeah, mm-hmm. they did it in collab. I think with I think they do their merch a lot of the times through Southwest VA. Is that right? I, I, I think, think so. Um, I think it's shop. Yeah, they hit the uh, they hit the go birds. I I don't know where it got started. I think I think Billy might have started it. Um, but hit the go birds and got a not so great reaction. Um, and then Joe, you want to take it from there? I think what did they what do they do? They they deleted it or something. And they came back said it was a joke, but it was on the website or something. Yeah, and then they finally got it off the website, but uh. Me being a troll, I thought it was funny. You know, like I just thought the whole the whole thing was funny. Like it came out on the timeline and people lost their minds, got ratioed. But like I just thought the whole thing was funny. Everybody, nobody ever says go birds. It's always go hokies. Like I thought it was just hilarious. The reaction was funny. The whole thing was funny to me, man. They've so, been oh go ahead. What was go what ahead. was what was the joke though? Uh, I think it's just them trying to find a like a new thing to say instead of go hokies. Like it's I think, a play on hokey birds. Yeah, maybe uh, what I don't know if I ever saw like a post about a joke. Uh but maybe they just thought the whole thing was a joke. I don't know. I don't think there I don't I thought it was serious. I didn't think there was a joke. I thought it was a serious new uh, you know, merch. It just, you know, Eagles have the trademark for that. And then obviously I don't think the fan base <laughs> was a big fan of that either. So I think they no. did the good old, the good old <laughs> reverse, reverse Uno card. Went right back to square one on that one. It was, yeah, because they I, I I seen the post where it was like it was a joke. It wasn't meant to be taken seriously. But I'm like, what's the joke? The go bird shit. I guess the go bird shit was to rile people up. I don't know, bro. I don't know. They got waterboarded on the timeline. I know that. They got killed. Oh, they got killed. They got their asses killed. <laughs> yeah, they've uh they've been under some some heat recently. Um yeah. Some of a lot of it be unfair. The go bird shit, I just didn't understand. I just needed somebody to clear that. I never heard Hokey fans say go birds. Yeah, we never I, I've never heard it, but I don't claim to be knowing everything motherfuckers say. So I I had never heard that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They I, I think I think a, a lot of the stuff that they've been under fire for is uh a, maybe a little bit extreme at times. Uh, some of it is is like this this stuff, pretty lighthearted, fun, just trolling business. But uh, they do get a lot of they they do get a lot of hate. Um, oh yeah, oh they be on Billy's ad. Oh they be they, Billy low key the new Pete Morris, bro. Like Billy yeah. do anything, people be on his ass, bro. I'd be like, God, damn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's really <laughs> like. I, I don't know. It's it's one of those things where 
I think we all know this as like people who create content, but like at the end of the day, as content creators, you're just trying to make content for the community. Uh, mm -hmm. And like, it, it's never a fun thing when people shit on your content as, yeah. as, as other people in your community. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, it'd be one right. thing if it's UNC fans or Miami fans or whatever, but you know, the people on the inside taking dumps on you is never fun. Right. Definitely. And we uh we got a shout out on the Sunspot this week from uh Kevin Finn. Come on, VT4, I'll tell your story. Uh we don't drink Bud Light over here, Mr. Finn. Come on over. Yeah, yeah, guy. Right. Come on over here, tell your story, man. <laughs> come on. You wanna yeah, you wanna come over here and get canceled, get us canceled? Hey, come on <laughs> over, bro. Fuck Be my guest. Be our guest, bro. Be our guest. Man, come on here and tell your story, man. Shout out to Kevin Finn, man. Good dude, man. I met I met him. I met Kevin Finn, a good dude, good man. He's yeah, a cool dude on Twitter too. So he's yeah. great, great guy. Uh I I met him when I went to Virginia Tech the first time and he uh, he talked to me like he's known me for 20 years. Great guy. Treated me like anybody else. So um and and like you said, nice shout out from him on the on on the Suns podcast. So we got to get K-Finn on the podcast. Got to bring him on. Got to get K-Finn on the pod, bro. Come tell your story, man. <laughs> Shout out to the Suns. Can we make a bowl man. game? Stop getting y'all asses killed on Twitter every other day, man. <laughs> like, how y'all got a worse? Like, I be thinking Foel got haters. Nah, bro. Foel be getting love in the streets, man. The Suns be getting their asses killed out this bitch. Like, God dang. <laughs> I fucks with y'all, but god damn, man, y'all gotta, y'all gotta have an all hands on deck meeting. Like, how do we stop getting killed out here, bro? <laughs> uh, all hands meeting. <laughs> you gotta hire some consultants. All hands on deck meeting, bro. It, it, and I ain't even just talking about on the timeline. It be shit going on in the back channels. Hey, bro, y'all got to clean y'all face, bro. Y'all let like Dan it. get one off on you, man. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, when you let Dan get one off on you, bro, it's time to have an all hands on deck meeting, <laughs> a players on a players only meeting, bro. That's one of them situations. You know how when you in school and some and people be joking back and forth, and it's one of those. Oh, I know you ain't laughing. That's one of those, bro. <laughs> I know your ass ain't over there laughing. You got you got to make somebody else a victim in that situation. Shout out to Dan, bro. Shout out to Dan. Yeah, so, he did his thing, man. He did his job. Do what you gotta do. Yeah, I don't want no smoke. I don't want no smoke from nobody, bro. I don't want no trouble. Is that it for four wheel? That is all. Man. That's all I had. That's oh, it we got some smoke. developing news here. Uh, there okay. was a Bills fan that had a uh, fire Ken Dorsey sign, and our very own Tim Settle. Signed the sign walking into the stadium today. So, hey, Tim Settle, stay out of them politics, bro. <laughs> stay out of them politics, brother. You about to fuck around and crash. You about to fuck around and crash out. Talk about some fire Ken Dorsey and all in all, Josh Allen might just be aging like Cam Newton did. Tread lightly, my boy. <laughs> it's hard out here in them streets. <laughs> but, um, that's it for Foil, man. We want to thank y'all for tuning in. Um, 
Until next week, everybody, God bless. Valentino when I step Calico on my right Michael Draco on my left Caught the body then I left Good gas nigga come take a breath Had to get them up and clean up a mess Make these niggas feel the pressure A hundred rounds I'm too an extra I just been dependent in test Mac 90 show you how to make